pick an industry that has a blue ocean opportunity, meaning that it is so wide in opportunity that you can grow it in the market and succeed. Everything is possible, just hustle, just hustle. The Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, where we keep it real, a state of entrepreneurship wisdom. Learn to think like a millionaire and hustle like you're broke. Here's your host, Billy the Kid, aka Billionaire. Everything is possible, just hustle, just hustle. Everything is possible, just hustle. Welcome to the Million Dollar Hustle Podcast, baby, where you're gonna learn to think. Like a millionaire, and I don't think you guys hear me every time I say that. You're going to learn to think like a millionaire. Like, guys, we are interviewing real-time multi-millionaires, real-time millionaires that are giving you the success habits. They're telling you how they did it. Like, come on now. And and it doesn't matter where you're at in life. Even even if you just want to get to 100,000, 250, five, half a million, like, it doesn't matter. These are the steps you need to take. So if you are ready to elevate your life in that sense you are at the right place and also guys it's not just it's not just financially uh, th these are it's beyond the financial like what what is what does it take for you to become that person that uh should acquire that million dollars right so uh today's episode was amazing i'll get to that here in a bit I want to thank everybody checking out the podcast. Uh, I've gotten so much love. And guys, I got some, I mean, even just the show today, I got some names for you guys. Uh, I, I wish I could tell you, but I'm going to surprise you guys. I, I'm going to wait it out a little bit because uh, we got some names coming. Uh, we we got some major, major names coming to, to uh, the show, to some episodes that are coming. Um, it'll be probably more late uh spring or, or spring uh i'll even go as far as like even early summer but uh, i can't wait for you guys to check out some of the stuff we got coming um so if you haven't yet subscribe to my channel billy the kid uh d-h-a-k-i-d-d -D, and also make sure you guys follow the million dollar hustle uh, podcast. It's on Apple Podcast. Uh, thanks to those of you who have dropped reviews. Please keep those reviews coming. If you haven't yet, leave us a five-star review only if you feel like we are a five-star show. Otherwise, please don't. Uh, and also leave us a comment. Let us know. And, and also let, let me know how, how can we bring more value to you guys. That's the whole point of this. Is uh, the, the thing, guys, is when you meet successful people, we want to help others because for one, it's a lonely road, man. This is a lonely road. We, if you don't surround yourself with great people, you're going to be lonely. So that, that's what this is all about is to, to give you guys these nugs that, uh, all these great massive people have acquired throughout the years. Like we're, I feel like every episode is literally a book. Like every episode is a, is a book itself that if you listen to this episode and you do what this episode is telling you, your life will change your, your family's life will change. So it is li a life-changing show. And, of course, we're always having uncomfortable conversations because without uncomfortable conversations, you have nothing, baby. So uh, with that being said, make sure you guys grab The Power of Being Uncomfortable. It is out everywhere. And check out the audiobook. Uh, I've gotten a lot of people that have told me that I need to push that more. So here I am pushing it. Go listen to the audiobook. Uh, the people tell me that they they love the, the, the actual book, the 
while they read it but then when they listen to the audio version they're like oh my god it's like different it's i'm blown away so go check it out and uh once you check it out leave me a review it is on audible uh it's out everywhere audiobooks are available and uh if you go to billythekid.com you can actually get a autographed copy um, otherwise you could grab it on Amazon. Shame on you if you don't want it autographed, but you, you could get it on Amazon. You could get it on Barnes and Noble. And otherwise guys, I've been releasing music. I'm dropping, uh, some Spanish stuff right now. You know, I'm, I'm just dropping whatever, man. I'm just having fun. I think that's the most important thing in success is have fun while you're doing it. Otherwise it, it's going to be boring. And we talk a little bit about that on today's episode, but, uh, just have fun with what you guys do. Anything, no matter what it is that you're doing, even if you're working a job right now, have fun. Life is too short because you know what? Those goals that you have, maybe you might not even get to that point in life. Like enjoy what you have now. Um, but with that being said, I am looking for, so, so it's crazy. We have a few projects going right now. We, we definitely have a few projects, but one of them, um, it's been a couple weeks and we just got an offer on, it's a flip that we've been working on. Um, and we're still negotiating. Uh, it's kind of, We'll, we'll see where it goes. Uh, by the time this airs, I've, I'm sure I'll probably have, I'll know more, but uh, we're negotiating right now. Uh, otherwise, uh, the point of me telling you guys this is and I'll probably run numbers with you guys later on another episode so you guys can kind of see where everything uh, is at with the deals that I'm working on right now. But we are looking for more deals, guys. Uh, and as a matter of fact, to push it even further, if you have any multifamilies that uh, you guys are selling, please let me know. Uh, we are definitely heavy in the multi multi-family field is what we are looking for here in the next few months. So if you know anybody selling any multifamily, please reach out. Um, also, if you uh, locally are looking for any lending, please reach out as well. Uh, we, we are looking to partner up with you on your next deal as far as the lending goes. And, and hit me up. We're, we're definitely open. Uh, it's a private uh, way that we lend the money so you might be surprised with how we can assist you and that's what we want to do is we want to assist you we want to make sure that your deal works and and partnering up so reach out to me if you are interested in some lending uh, for real estate and then construction anybody looking for anything new era construction llc.net uh, and we'll we'll be there so but Otherwise, guys, uh, life has been great recently. We just came back from a conference. It was cool uh, being with a very close friend of mine, uh, and he's part of my mastermind as well. We also had uh, another guy that's part of the mastermind. Like It, it was an awesome time, and, and it's crazy how much knowledge. And, and uh, my thing, guys, is that it's a blessing to say that a lot of those things are just reminders for me. But that's what's important. And I feel like that's where people mess up is, oh, I know it all. And you will you never, ever know it all. First of all, uh, if, if you go to these events, yes, some of the stuff is repetitive, but that's what you need. I, I don't think people realize that. That's why even me having this mastermind, uh, we meet every Thursday. Those of you who are interested in joining the mastermind, please hit me up. Uh, so that way, uh, if you go to info, I believe the kid.com with an email, or if you shoot us an email info, I believe the kid.com with your story. Uh, we're, we're pretty picky as far as like, do you fit what we're trying to, to create here? What are, with the stuff that you're doing? Uh, so shoot us your story and then we could let you know if it's a good fit for you. And also it's a good thing for you too. Cause if we feel like it's not a good fit, then we don't want to waste your time either. But I will tell you, if you haven't yet, check out all the testimonials from all the guys, they're just killing it, killing it, killing it. And, uh, it, it's just a blessing, man. Like to, to be able to remind 
these people around me, uh, if you see how, how much they've grown in the last few months just by joining the mastermind. And then I also do one-on-one coaching. Uh, I'm, I'm only, like I said, I've, I've said it before. Uh, I don't know how long I'm going to do one-on-one coaching. Um, but, uh, also I've only stuck to doing three at a time and, uh, we just have a spot open up. So if anybody is interested, uh, please reach out info at billythekid.com as well. One-on-one coaching. We, it's literally one-on-one we could do through zoom in person and, and we go over every, it, the thing guys is that if you want to write a book, I could help you with that. You want to start a business, you want to invest in real estate or just investing in general. I can definitely assist you with that marketing sales. I get anything that you guys need. Uh, I, I'm here to help. And, and I guarantee you that the stuff that I've learned uh, the past 10 years and even before that, uh, it, I can definitely accelerate where you want to go. So if you're interested, interested in that, and like I said, I don't know how long I'm going to be doing that, or even recently, uh, I might just lower it down to just two people at a time, uh, because I, I want to give it my all if I do this. Uh, so, so that's kind of why, um, it is, uh, I'm, I'm, and again, this is in this episode, you never know in the next episode, I might be like, you know what, give me 10 one-on-ones. But, uh, as of right now, that's kind of how I'm feeling. So if you are interested info at Billy, uh, mastermind, we meet every Thursday, like I said, and, and we meet through zoom and it's just a great time. Uh, we have a group chat that's on fire every day. Uh, it's just fire after fire. You surround yourself with great people. Uh, I, I'm also doing the same guys. I I've joined masterminds and you know, it, it, that that's what it takes. So surround yourself with great people. And, uh, it's just a blessing. The whole point is, it's just, uh, awesome to, to do what I love to be on this mic here, spitting fire to you guys, spitting some game. That's what I love doing. And that's what I'm focusing on, uh, with my music. I mean, you give me a mic, man, and, and, uh, I'm going to spit some game, uh, some will like it, some won't, but it is okay. That That's usually how it goes with anything, and, and be mindful of that with all the stuff that you do. Uh, today's episode, man, um, shout out to Carlos Alguero, man. He's um, a 10Xer. He's he's like killing it in the multifamily field, uh, just doing his thing, and, and it was an awesome interview. I can't wait to dig in. It's so crazy. The stuff that we talked about today uh, is just amazing. We talked about just, again, surrounding yourself with positive individuals. It's so crazy. Uh, you know, nowadays guys, I'm very conscious of that. I'm, I'm mindful whenever I go into conversations, if they're sending me a, a long text with BS and negativity for one, I don't want to be around that person. And then two, I'm going to just answer with, okay, because it's not worth the time. And I want you guys to start practicing that. I've been doing that for a few years now, and I can literally tell you guys that, uh, it does help. It does help because, you got bigger things to worry about. You guys are on your way to your success. Those of you who are listening, you are on your way to that success. And the least thing you want to do is uh, worry about negativity because that's just going to hold you down in your path to acquire what you want to do. Uh, I think that's all I got, guys. Uh, I'm excited to uh, jump in. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any, any other updates that I want to give you guys. Uh, but I think that's really it. Uh, again, it's just a blessed life. I always hashtag that hashtag it yourself. Blessed life, man. Uh, and enjoy life every, it's so funny. All our problems now are literally problems, uh, like good, good money problems, right? Like, or just good problems overall decisions that, that, uh, we have to make. And, um, it's just, uh, a blessing. So, but it all comes within guys. So do the, do the work, man. Uh, a lot of people want that light, right? Like they want that light. And we talked about it on this podcast as well, where, 
it's like, hey, man, do the work. It's going to take five, 10 years uh, and maybe sooner. And I hope it takes sooner. And, and matter of fact, if you get coached, if you get coaching and you surround yourself, it's going to happen sooner. But the thing is that you have to put in the work. And that, that's one of the things we talked about t today. But you know what? I, I'm just excited. Uh, I'm ready to just have you guys listen to this podcast. It was such an amazing episode. Uh, Carlos Alguero. He does syndications, and, and when you listen to the podcast, it's a list of things that, uh, of businesses that he has started that he owns. So with that being said, here is Carlos Alguero. Let's get it, baby. Vamonos. Welcome to the Million Dollar Hustle podcast, baby, where you're going to learn to think like a millionaire. And I don't think people realize that literally think like we're giving you the secrets or whatever you want to call them. Like you're, you're learning how to think like a millionaire, how to become a millionaire, how to become a better person. And uh, today, the guest that I have here is uh, somebody that knows a little bit about that. And and I say a little bit in a humble way. Uh, how you doing, Carlos? Doing great, Billy. Man, it's so exciting to be here with you and share with your audience, man. Let's let's help these folks become millionaires. Right. Let's go. Love it. Love it. Uh, and what I like to do at the beginning of the show, a couple things. Uh, the first one, if you could tell us where are you from and where are you at now? Uh, so people can kind of digest your story real quick. Sure, man. I am originally from Quito, Ecuador, South America, for those that maybe were not paying attention in geography class. I was born and raised there and came to the U.S. years old. It was always my dad's and my mom's dream that we could come to the U.S. And we grew up thinking that the U.S. is the best country in the world, land of opportunity. The American dream was possible here. And I grew up believing that. And uh, when I arrived, I realized that it is true. There's just so much opportunity here. So I went to college in Pueblo, Colorado. I got a couple degrees there. I thought the answer was to get good degrees and then go on to corporate America. So I got my degrees in engineering and business, and I can tell you that when I started looking for jobs, one of the big walls that I hit was, oh, you have the education, but where's your experience? Especially as an engineer, they wanted experience attached to it. So I was like, you know what? I just got started here. Can I work for free? Can I do something to prove my worth, to show my value? And I actually was able to get into Hewlett Packard as an intern working for free in the engineering department in San Jose, California. And after a few months, they're like either felt bad that they were not paying me because I was showing up every single day or I started showing my value to them. And eventually I became a junior engineer, senior engineer. And then I became in my 20s uh, engineering manager for North America laser printing with over 100 engineers that I was supervising. So quick growth in corporate America and I thought I had arrived, right? I thought, man, I made it. I'm making six figures now. I, it's exciting. I'm traveling all over the world. They're paying for all my travel. They're paying for things that I thought I would never get reimbursed for. But you know what? Like always does, that 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 high crashed because at that time, all the startups were starting to take away employees from the big corporations. And it was the dot-com bubble. And you're way too young to even remember. But back then, all the startups were going crazy. Stock options, engineers were leaving their jobs that they had been at for 10, 15 years. And the internet was brand new. And boom, it pops. And all the startups go bankrupt. Very few of them survive. 
And the big corporations like Hewlett Packard, you know what they did is they started shrinking and they started laying off people. They started protecting themselves, kind of like what's happening right now with Google and Amazon and all these big corporations. There is more of a protection measure. And I was asked to fire a lot of people in my group. And I was like, man, that sucks. I don't, I don't have any control of this. And I'm telling an engineer that is double my age and that has a mortgage, a family, kids, you no longer have a job on Monday. So, you know, that lit a fire in me. That made me feel like crap, number one. But number two, that lit a fire in me. I got to start something that I can control. I got to start a business. I got to do something where I can control my financial future. Plus, I didn't see now that potential of me going and achieving millionaire status at HP because of that glass ceiling, right? I had to climb the ladder and it wasn't fast enough as I wanted to be. So eventually I start selling on the internet on the site. I was one of the first eBay sellers in the world mm. back in those days, back in the early 2000s. And I was flipping toner cartridges. I was flipping computers. I was flipping whatever I could get my, my hands on that was wholesale. And I was starting to make some money. And within a few months, I actually started replacing my income on the internet in e-commerce. And I said, you know what? Now's the chance. It's now or never. So I left HP to this garage business, right? Everybody was telling me, you're crazy. You're leaving this corporate job with all these benefits, this great pay. For doing what? Selling on the internet? That e-commerce thing is not going to last, blah, 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 blah. So all the naysayers, man. But you know what? Thankfully, my family was supportive. My my mom and dad are entrepreneurs. They were small business owners in Ecuador. So they're like, in a way, they didn't criticize. They said, man, we, 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 we believe in you. Uh, we support you. And there I went, man. Started my little internet business. And to make the long story short... I continued to grow it. Eventually, I went from the garage to a bigger garage, to a warehouse, to a bigger warehouse that I was renting. Eventually, I had the opportunity to buy a building for my business. I bought a 50,000 square feet commercial warehouse. And uh, I was like, you know what? I need to make this work. It was super scary. It was the biggest transaction of my life at that time, 12 years ago. And I was like, I need to make this work. So I moved my little business to this monster warehouse. And I started, you know, just growing and growing. And as they say, if you put a fish in a bigger fish tank, the fish grows. And my business grew. And in that warehouse, I grew my e-commerce business to a logistics business. I started providing fulfillment services, warehouse service, storage services for my clients and people I met at different conferences. And then I started a marketing business. So all complementary business to the first. I never built three businesses at the same time. I always focused, laser focused on one thing, build it to where it can sustain itself and then go on to the next. So I built these three businesses. Eventually, Billy, I had a chance to partner up with someone. I started a supplement company, a nutritional supplement company. By then I knew what I was doing on Amazon. So we launched this product line on Amazon and it just took off like a rocket. And we went from zero to eight figures in 18 months and uh, we sold right at the at the middle of COVID. And I had a large exit out of this company. And at that point, I said, you know what? Where I should go next? And I realized that along the way, 
I had been investing as a hobby in real estate. I had bought single family homes. I had flipped single family homes. I had done some Airbnbs along the way. And I always made money with real estate, but I never focused on it. And especially this large warehouse that I bought, I look back and said, man, I wonder how much this warehouse has appreciated over time because I didn't have a need to know because I was running my business in there. And I found out that this warehouse had appreciated nine times what I paid for it. Oh, wow. (laughs) Right. Without me doing anything, but just maintaining it. So I said, you know what? Real estate's where it's at. It's been the thing that has made me the most money with the least effort. Mm. And of course, I started consuming information. I started going to conferences. I started reading books. I, I went I went again obsessive about it, just like I did with e-commerce, logistics, everything else. I just started, you know, educating myself and started hanging out with people that knew what they were doing, started connecting with people that were big time investors. And uh, eventually I was like, you know what? Let me try to buy a big building. And that's where the story starts with me acquiring big real estate, right? Now we're buying a hundred plus unit buildings. The building you see behind me, we're in the process of acquiring right now, beautiful property uh, just outside of Memphis, Tennessee in a great area that it's 130 apartment units with eight commercial spots. So now we're on track to go acquire about 100, $150 million a year of multifamily real estate. And my goal, Billy, is a billion dollars in five years. Wow. What a story, man. Uh, there's so <laughs> many, so many things. You, you dropped some nugs already. Uh, and not just, like, it, it's so crazy. And I would like to, I have a few questions based on, on your great story, man, uh, because uh, there, there's so many levels of, of relation there. Like even like the Ecuador thing, um, how long do you remember living back there? Oh, yeah, man. I was there 17 years ago. I mean, I, okay. I was there 17 years. So um, I moved when I was 17. I was already graduated from high school. Wow. So I lived most of my life, not now, now I've lived most of my life here because I'm 46, but I lived the first 17 years of my life in Ecuador. Mm, wow. So you so you definitely uh, saw it. And you mentioned you, you saw the life out there and you mentioned that your your parents were small business owners up. Uh, I always like to ask this question, when do you think that bug bit you for entrepreneurship? And also to go along with that, uh, what if you could give us three things that you learned from your parents uh, that, you know, from yeah. then with the small businesses. For sure, man. So that was big for me. We grew up, my dad was a small business owner. He He was completely and absolutely poor when he was a kid, born in a very little town in Ecuador, uh, he had to walk mile, two miles to school every morning. He shoe shined uh, to make some money, help his sister who raised him. Didn't have a mom, didn't have a dad, and you know he picked himself up out of this poverty. Then moved to the big city with some family there, some extended family. Uh, taught himself English, became a salesman at some point. Started selling typewriter ribbons and cartridges in his twenties. And then finally, at 40 years old, he was able to buy a printing machine, an offset printing machine. He started a business. So we grew up in the printing business. We grew up in the shop, in the business, 
uh, we would leave school and be around him and my mom hustling in this business. And we watched a lot, man. We saw them dealing on the phone with clients, trying to make sales, operating the machines, hiring employees, firing employees, frustrated about stuff, being able to not pay the bills some months, you know, so we kind of absorb all that. They never sat us down and said, hey, kids, this is how you run a business. This is how you run the account. And none of that. We just we just watched them. And I guess we picked up some things along the way because I was always into, oh, I want to start a business. I want to do something that I can make money. I can sell something. So as teenagers, you know, we were always trying to hustle something, sell something, uh, flip something. I became uh, an, uh, an Herbalife distributor at, at 14 years old, right? Some neighbor had an Herbalife distributor business. And man, I was like, okay, that sounds good. I'll, I can sell some stuff. Nice. And I was a skinny, scrawny <laughs> kid, man, uh, with a with a Herbalife pin trying to promote the products. So I've always done something along the way, right? I, I if I I bet you one day I need to do like an account of how many businesses I've started, and that'll be interesting. seriously that. I mean, you you named a. I have a whole list right now, so that, that's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's it's probably a long long list of the ones that have been successful and the ones that have not, right? Mm-hmm. But eventually, you know what? That's kind of what we started picking up from them. Uh, they always encouraged us to sell stuff. They always encouraged us to promote things, to be entrepreneurs. To, they never told us, oh, no, it's embarrassing, right? So I guess that was kind of the, the 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 really the wind in our sail of them saying, yeah, you can do this, right? We would come up with crazy ideas and they'd say, yeah, sure, try it. And one of those crazy ideas, Billy, is uh, when we were when I was in college here, and then my brother joined me a couple years later. We went home for the summer, and we were bored, man, because we were used to being active all the time, working all the time. We worked in college to pay for everything. I worked. I had like four jobs in college to try to you know pay my tuition and my room and board and all that stuff. But then we go home for the summer, and um, we're like bored, right? And we were doing mountain biking as a hobby, downhill mountain biking, and we said, you know what? There's no there's no publications of mountain biking in this in this country. What if we start a mountain biking magazine? And literally in three months, we started a mountain biking magazine that first was a four pager, just a, a white four pages, black and white, where we put a picture in the front, some articles inside, and a picture in the back. And we started pitching that to um, sports distributors, companies to people that were interested in advertising. And we got a few people to believe in us and we started a mountain biking magazine. So we published three, four issues before we had to come back to college. And now we had a a growing business. We were in the beginning, man, the photographers, the editors, the distributing guys, the guys that drop off the issues, the sales guys, right? We were, my brother and I were at all. And this magazine became the largest magazine of its kind in South America for mountain biking and cycling. Mm. And then my mom took it over uh, when we got busy in college and it just, you know, it had a great run. We published, uh, we published like five years of issues uh, of that. So that was another business that we started along the way. So that's a little bit on the, on the entrepreneurial background, dude, I've always liked to, you know, it, it's in me, right? I'll, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll flip anything. I'll sell anything. Is like 
give me a chance, man. All I need is an opportunity. <laughs> That's <it>. all I need. <laughs> Let's go. I love that. Uh, okay. So with that background, Carlos, it, if there were three steps that you have to follow to start a successful business, what are the three steps that people need to do in any, and it could be in any business. So three steps for success. Uh, not even for success to start a successful business. Like what okay. are three things that you think people need to do for the business to, to be successful. And you, if you do these three things, you're going to be successful in the, you're going to have a successful business. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting to try to distill it to three things, but the number one thing that I wish I had done sooner is guys, it's an inside job. The business isn't you for the business to be successful. You got to work on your education, your skills and your mindset, right? So self-development is non-negotiable. It is a must because if you want to be successful in business, you got to learn how to navigate the challenges of owning a business. And if you're not mentally ready to deal with the good, the bad, the ugly, then what's going to happen, invariably, you're going to want to quit and go hide in a job that pays you X dollars an hour with benefits and health insurance. So mindset is key. Number two, you got to have a vehicle that allows you to grow and start and eventually work yourself out of the job and eventually delegate. There's a lot of small businesses out there, Billy, that what happens is they, they end, end up being glorified jobs. I'm going to give you an example, right? A plumber, an HV, HVAC contractor, uh, an electrician, where they have a business, but if they don't show up to work themselves personally, they don't make any money. The business is them. And yeah, that's super respectable and commendable, but eventually the business runs them to the ground because they're just trying to pursue that dollar mm. by trading time anyways, right? Uh, a business that is scalable is the one where you maybe start doing it all, but eventually you learn how to replace yourself over and over and over and over again. I'll give you my example with e-commerce. In the beginning, my e-commerce business, I was it all, right? I was the guy that bought the merchandise, put the merchandise for sale online, shipped the orders, packed the orders, dealt with customer service, dealt with accounting, everything, right? If I wouldn't have learned to replace myself in those roles so that I could keep growing, I'll still be doing that out of my garage mm. 20 years later. But you need to learn how to scale. So the vehicle that you pick, you have to have a clear runway is, okay, I'm starting this business. How do I work myself out of this business? Where now I have people in place to run this business without me in it. So that's yeah. number two. And then number three, pick an industry that has a blue ocean opportunity. Meaning that it is so wide in opportunity that you can grow it in the market and succeed. I see a lot of people that pick things that are very small. They're super, super niche. Doesn't mean that they're not going to make good money. It's if you want to become a multimillionaire status because 
let's face it, Billy, $1 million is not wealth anymore, right? Mm -hmm. It was maybe 20 years ago mm -hmm. that you could feel like, okay, I got a million dollars in the bank. I feel good about it. A million bucks today doesn't even buy a really, really nice house, right? Mm -hmm. So you got you to gotta think about the multi, multi-million dollar hustle now. That's where things is at, right? Ten million dollars is probably the new million, the new million dollars. So you got to find something that is big enough, wide enough, where you can scale enough, so you can say, okay, either I can flip this to somebody else and sell this business to somebody else, or I can grow it enough that I can go enjoy some time with my family, my friends, or doing the stuff I love, leave for a couple of weeks, and the business still made money. The business still run, operated without me being a slave to the business. Hmm. So those are the three things. I love that. And and it's so crazy, Carlos, because I couldn't help but think uh, even most, if you go back to like your employee days, like it's so crazy myself. Like I know for a fact, and hopefully my ex-boss is not listening. Well, you know what? Hopefully he is listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I never gave it 100%. And I don't think everybody does, right? Because unless you like it, but even if you like it, I don't think you're always... The point is, guys, that number two is so important. Delegate, because even if the person that you that you're having in your team come in and, and even if they give you 80 percent, well, if you hire three of those people now, it's more than the 100 percent that you're giving yourself. So I, I love that, man, that that's a that's a great uh, I mean, those three points, like literally Wow. Like we could end the podcast right now, Carlos, and be done. <laughs> I love that. Yo, we'll be right back to this great episode of the Million Dollar Hustle podcast. Before we continue, I want you to go grab a copy of my book, The Power of Being Uncomfortable. It is out on Amazon. It is out on Barnes and Noble, Walmart.com, Target.com, and everywhere else books are available. The great news, guys, is you could go to BillyTheKid.com and grab an autographed copy. That is right. I'm going to mail you an autographed copy right now. Audiobook is also available on Audible and everywhere else audiobooks are available. So go listen to it. Go grab yourself an autographed copy and I'll see you on the other side, baby. And now back to this great episode of the Million Dollar Hustle podcast. The next question that I have for you, Carlos. So you mentioned uh, that you grow one company at a time. And, and I love that uh, because I feel like people get so caught up in so many different things that it's very important, like focus on the one company and until you get it to that point where it's like, okay, you know what? And, and it's so funny because looking back, that's what I've done with my music, with the construction, the real estate stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it's literally, you get it to a point where it's like, oh, okay, there's certain systems and yeah, you might, I, I there's that four hour week thing, right? Where I, I know a lot of people uh, go along with that. Others don't, but, but I truly believe you could really do that. You could, once you yeah. get some systems down, you could literally pop in for four hours a week and and run your company. So uh, with that being said, can you give us a little, can you elaborate, elaborate a little bit more about just overall uh, focusing on just one company at a time until it gets to that level? Yeah. Look, focus is very, very important because it allows you to get to a different level of reward and productivity. Uh, when we are distracted by 10 different things, what ends up happening, we just don't get results in any of the 10. We can we can only be mediocre or average on the 10 different things. You want to be really good about one thing 
You need to focus on the one thing and grind on the one thing until you become an expert, a master of it. And when you're building a business, this is exactly the same thing. You got to find number one, that, that business opportunity and just drill deep in that and be laser focused to learn as much as you can, to apply yourself as much as you can. What are the best practices in the market for this? And also start tapping into your infinite creativity, man. We all have that infinite creativity where if we really go deep enough and commit to something so deeply, man, you start doing amazing things. Uh, you know, musicians know this. Artists know this. The more they go deep into their music, into their art, the more they produce, the more creative they get because our brain starts wiring around the one thing. So for my businesses, that has been, right? It's my obsession at the time. Like right now, Billy, multifamily real estate, it's my obsession, man. This is what I think about, wake up thinking, uh, go to bed thinking, I, 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 I eat, breathe, sleep, dream, multifamily real estate. Why? Because I'm after this massive goal. So any information that I can consume that supports that massive goal, I'm grabbing and I'm applying, I'm grabbing and I'm applying. So being laser focused, guys, is just this, this huge, huge ability that you need to do. Now, it's something we have to work at because the world right now tries to distract us at every turn. Our devices, our computers, our social media, they're trying to pull us in a million different di directions, right? Shiny object here, shiny object over there. And we're like, oh, yeah, let me go try this. Let me go try that. And we never really cancel things out and say, you know what? I don't want to know about any of that. I want to do this. So one of my, my superpowers, Billy, is focus. I'm able to focus deeply in the one thing. Cut things out and my family, my staff, everybody knows this, that when I am doing the one thing, they need to handle their, their stuff and don't bug me right now, guys, handle it. And then we catch up. But my focus and my time, my energy has to be dedicated to the one thing. And you'll notice, guys, you'll notice results will come if you're dedicated to the one thing. Is it is it fun all the time because it's not going to be new and exciting anymore? No, it's not, man. But you know what? You you really want to be long-term thinking about this. Do you want the big reward? Then you got to focus on the one thing and become really good and, and be known, man. Get known as the guy that, man, you, this, this guy's an expert on real estate. This guy's an expert in music. This guy's an expert at flipping. This guy's an expert at wholesaling. This guy's an expert at this one thing because that will get you opportunities in other things that now you can scale beyond you having to start it, right? Which is a whole new realm of business, the acquisition business. Wow. Yeah. So, so true, man. And uh, there's so many nugs there, guys. Those of you who are listening, uh, come on, let, let, let's get it together. Like it, there's so many nugs, uh, life changing and business changing. Uh, it, I want to ask you this, Carlos, and, and it's so funny. I usually ask this at the beginning of the show, but we've been dropping so many bombs that uh, I didn't get a chance to ask you. But what is one book that comes to you right away? Because you you talked about how education is super important. And, and I, I want you to take it back however long ago, or it could be a book that you recently read, but one that really you, you took action on that book and you now you're kind of reaping the rewards. What's one book that comes to your head? 
man it's so hard because i've read so many so many man but you know i think some of the some of the uh, the things that i remember like one thing is look you want to be really really good in business improve your communication skills right so how to win friends and influence people i think i've read that book no less than 10 times over the years i continue to go back to it i continue to revisit the, that material because at the end of the day, no matter what business you're in, it's a people business. People are in everything. Real estate, people business. Marketing, people business. Communication, people business. Anything is a people business. So if you learn how to work with people and, and be great communicator, be great at communicating an idea, a vision, a message, a product, a service, your results are going to explode. So I would say if you need to work on something that has great return on investment, work on your communication skills, work on your speaking skills, work on your sales skills. Those are going to always produce great returns. Mm, love it, man. That That's definitely deep right there. And uh, you mentioned something that kind of hit me earlier, Carlos, that uh, you, you said how once you do it, it, it even it might even become a little boring after you do it for a while. And it's so funny because, uh, that, so I wrote the power of being uncomfortable. And that's literally the point of this book is like at the beginning, you're going to be scared. It's brand new, but it's, it gets to a point where you're going to be so familiar that now you're like, Whoa, I'm an expert. And, uh, it, it just reminds me of that concept that if, you know, if you do one hour a day of something, five years later, you're going to be an expert. And, and I, I feel like that's also where the disadvantage is with some people that they don't want to put in the five years. They don't want to put in the 10 years. They don't want to do the 10,000 hours. Uh, and uh, if I could get some feedback on what, what are your thoughts on that? Because I, I see this over and over as uh, I'm doing some coaching myself and I know you've, you've, you're doing some coaching as well. And, and you see that over and over, it's like, they want the multifamily you have on the back without, uh, putting uh, any sweat, any sweat equity, <laughs> with, with, without the, without the decades of uh, yeah. <laughs> of, of uh, blood, sweat, and tears. Love right? it, man. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Look, I I say it simply, and I and I teach it to my students. I I share with my staff and everybody else. Is look, there's a difference between being excited and being committed. New stuff typically is exciting. You start a new business, you start a new relationship, you start a new project, you start a new idea, you're excited, you're you're exhilarated, you have adrenaline, you have these endorphins that are like, man, this is awesome, this is cool, I'm going to do this, right? But what happens when that excitement starts fading and what was new becomes now routine? Mm. That's when commitment hits. And when you go from excited to committed, that's when really the project, the business, the idea starts delivering results because you're going to show up no matter how you feel. If you're having a bad day, you show up. If you're having a good day, you show up. If you just had an argument with your wife, you show up. If somebody canceled a big order on you, you show up. And no matter if it's good, bad, if, if the weather's cold, warm, nothing matters because you still show up. That is commitment. And many times that's what's lacking today, that people say, oh, I'm going to do that. 
they give you their word or they give themselves their word, which is even more powerful. You agree with yourself. You give yourself the word, but you didn't commit because anything that shows up now becomes an excuse for you not to do what you said you're going to do. So at the end of the day, Billy, when excitement goes to commitment, then you have a good chance to success because now you're going to show up no matter what. And you're going to make it. it wow. Yeah. Fire. And it's so crazy. Show up. And, and it's so funny. You, 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 so many nugs there. Uh, it, it just made, I couldn't help, but think uh, at the beginning, obviously, yes, you're excited. Oh my God, this is new. I'm, I'm doing this new thing, right? Like it is exciting. It, it's, it, it's almost like a marriage too. When you first start dating the the person you're excited and don't let that, get ruined later with the marriage. And I think that's what you're saying with the commitment, you have to be committed to your marriage. Otherwise there's going to be a disbalance and it's the same with your business. I always uh, like to say, Carlos, uh, that saying, right. Where guys, all this stuff is simple. It's very simple, but it's not easy. Matter of fact, it's super hard. It's really hard. And I think at the time when it's 10 PM, 11 PM, and you have to show up, I feel like that's where you become that expert, right? Like that's, those are the the hours that you need to put in. And I feel like people aren't willing to do that because guess what? At 11 PM, that's where you really find out who are my partners, who's there for me, because you could call whoever and they're like, Oh, I'm watching TV. I'm going to bed. And it's like, well, you know what? I got to go do that. You know, it reminds me of the days where if I had to take a refrigerator to one of my rentals, like that's what I have to do. Right. Like, you have to show up like that that that's i love that man that that touched me and then you also mentioned routine it's funny on on the power of being uncomfortable man i have a chapter called routine means less money and and i i truly stand by that so i love that you mentioned that because it's the reality if you if you become it's so funny carlos there's days where i'm like man like my phone's not ringing i'm I'm not liking this where are the problems at i'm I'm searching for the uncomfortable so i love that carlos (laughs) that's cool man so great stuff, Carlos. Uh, it, like I said, I, I we've only been a, in a. This is like literally halfway, and we're just dropping. You're just dropping fire, man. I, I love it. Um, I, I do want to touch uh, be, to kind of lead into uh, give, you giving us some nugs on just uh, syndication stuff that you're doing. Um, it, and this comes from the. If you guys haven't watched Grant Cardone's uh, Undercover Billionaire Show, I mean, you need to watch it. And I and I. I Based on that show, I want to ask you this question because I know you're also a 10Xer, Carlos. Uh, what is what would you do right now if everything got stripped away from you and and you had to start from scratch? Like, what are the first, we'll say, five steps that you would take to to level yourself back up? Because I, I truly believe, like, nobody can take. You mentioned education earlier. Nobody can take that away from you guys. Right. Uh, so the best investment is in yourself. And I know you're, you're definitely an example of that. Cause I see you everywhere, Carlos. So go ahead and spit your game. Thanks, Billy. Look, if, if everything's taken away from me, the first thing is I'm going to go find people that I can go partner with because I might not have any money, but I can go connect with people where I can add value that do have the money. So I can go bring value to them in any way, shape, or form, and say, hey, look, I know that I've been paying attention. I see that you need this person. How can I add revenue to you? How can I add sales to you? 
how can I bring more business to you? And that's the biggest, most underestimated thing that people can do. Like everybody says, oh, I want to mentor. I want to mentor. I want to find somebody that can mentor me. But you know what? Does the mentor even, even want you? Does the mentor mm. want to do business with you, want, wants to help you? Why would a person that has all the success take somebody on? And I'm going to tell you the secret to that. You got to go and say, how can I help you make more money? How can I help you sell more? How can I help you bring value? In fact, don't even ask permission. Just do it. Find them mm -hmm. a customer. Find them a client. Find them a referral. Promote their stuff. Market their stuff. Eventually, you're going to get their attention and say, oh, man, this Billy guy, dude, he's got it going on. Let's get closer now. Let's start talking. Maybe you are a good partner for me. So if I would be stripped of everything, man, number one, again, go find somebody that is successful where you can help that person add to their bottom line. Number two, again, repetition, communication, right? Find as many people as possible for you to say, hey, because not the first person that you show up to might just not be interested, right? So the second thing is just you're going to have to knock on a lot of doors Make a lot of phone calls, connect with a lot of people. Don't be discouraged if the first 100 folks tell you no. You know, I interviewed a billionaire not too long ago, and he told me, man, in my 20s, he's 84 now. In my 20s, I was trying to do my first big real estate transaction. I went and knocked on the door of 58 lenders, asking them for the loan to build this project. 58 lenders told me no. 59 told me yes. Now he's been investing for 60 years, owns millions of square feet of industrial space, hundreds of thousands of acres. I bought one of these properties from him. But if he would have given up after the third, the fourth, the fifth, the 10th, maybe he would have gone into real estate. He would have done something else. So that persistence, guys, that consistency is going to pay big dividends. Now, are you up for it? Are you up for being told no repeatedly? No, 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 no. And finally, after the 50th time, the 100th time, the 300th time, yes, let's go. Let's do it. And that could be the deal that changes your life, the person that changes your life. Mm. Those are some of the things that I would do, man. And I know I that I will find somebody that is willing to partner with me and for me to build it all up again in a hurry now, because now I know, right? That experience that you have, that knowledge that you have, now you know how to navigate things and how to get yourself back into a position where you can start making money again. Wow. Fire, fire, man. And it, it's so crazy. Every no guys get you closer to a yes. And that's just the basics of sales. And it just, I couldn't help but think it's like a train, like a train just keeps moving forward. You never see a train backing up and you, you, put yourself in front of the train it's gonna it's gonna run you over with that no so you just have to keep going so i love that man that that's uh awesome and you mentioned uh you you spoke to a billionaire and and uh, i know you've surrounded yourself with great people uh, i want to ask you this what is the best piece of advice that you have ever gotten in business jeez man 
that's, that's a tough one, bro. <laughs> we get uncomfortable here, bro. Uncomfortable conversations. No, I, no, I, 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 I like it. It's like I have to dig deep, man, to see mm -hmm. what, what's the best one or the one that comes to mind right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but look, I think I think that the I think the best one was not necessarily verbal advice. It was probably just watching my dad fighting so many struggles and so many challenges. Um, you know, I saw him start a business at 40 years old from scratch. Uh, I saw him go through one bad partnership. I saw him build uh, real estate on his own with his own effort, sweat and tears. There was no loans at, the, at those times. He built an industrial complex in South America. I saw him working every single, every single weekend, working every single holiday, coming to work at eight, nine, 10 o'clock at night, exhausted and going back out at 4 a.m. I saw him fight cancer three times in his life, not give up, get wow. cured himself and going back at it. I saw him lose everything, just like you, just like you told me. I saw him in the first time he got cancer. We we already had a little bit of a of a of a nicer lifestyle because his business was was popping, and he had to sell all the vehicles. He had to sell two properties that he had so that he could go pay for the medical expenses to get better from his cancer. Wow. And then he rebuilt it all back up once he got better. So it was not that verbal advice that one timer. It was more me watching this man for many many decades and uh you know he passed when he was 84 a few years ago but just watching this 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 man my hero never give up bro never give up always go back at it always persist and you know what also he never did he never complained mm. never once i heard my dad complain about anything man wow never complained so that to me man was the two biggest lessons that I took and I try to, I try to really honor his memory by living my life in an attitude of gratitude for what I have never complain. If you catch me complaining, Billy, you have full permission to slap me. And I tell that to my kids, to my wife or anybody, because you know what we have, the opportunity that we have, the things that we have in this country are beyond any other country in the world. And secondly, man, it's just, Go back at it one more time. Don't give up. Mm. Be persistent. Wow. Wow. Love it, man. And and that's like the definition of like the commitment thing that you spoke about prior to that. That's uh I, I could feel it, man. Uh that that you you definitely had that role model in you, man. Uh and, and that's awesome to see the blooming uh from from that came from that, right? Like it, it it's awesome to see that. Um and the, my next question is, uh, because you, you had a, a few things in there that, uh, it, at the end, it's like money is a tool, right? And if you use it well, then you're not going to be stressed. It, it's so funny over and over in, in all the businesses in the, the contractors, like the subcontractors, pe people that I deal with, uh, it, it's so crazy. Sometimes I have to remind, and, and I'm willing to do that. Uh, you said slat, like I'm going to start using that Carlos. I'm going to be like, man, if you see me complaining slat, and, and I'm going to do the same because I, I would be slapping everybody, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's so crazy though. And, and it's like, people forget that waking up is a gift, right? Like, like the, you're, you're richer than anybody that didn't wake up. And, and I think, um, 
th that's what I got out of that is you definitely live a life of gratitude. So I, I truly appreciate that. Um, what, how are some ways that you practice gratitude? I know you're a great dad. Uh, you're, I've seen, you know, your posts with your kids. Uh, you're always, you know where you're at with that. So what are some nugs that you could give us with that? Look, if you're gratitude, if you're grateful for what you have, you cannot, you know, negativity cannot exist in a grateful heart, in a grateful mind. Mm. Because by default, you're going to be happy, joyful of the stuff that you already have. Just the fact that I'm breathing today, man, the fact that I woke up painless, the fact that I woke up with renewed energy and opportunity ahead of me, those things, and it's a matter, again, of focus, right? What do you choose to focus on? Do you choose to focus on what you already have and what you already accomplished and what you can accomplish now with the skills that you have? Or do you choose to focus on the obstacle, the negativity, the drama, the, the stuff that maybe doesn't go perfectly your way? or the negative Nelly in your office, or the Kevin at uh, at the at the customer's office, whatever, right? <laughs> Whoever it is, guys, switch your focus to gratitude. Because the minute that you start being grateful for the things that you can do and, and, and are able to do, then you start rewriting the script. And then you start attracting great things too, man. I truly believe that success is a habit and it's a conscious habit just as much as a subconscious habit consciously wow. you're taking certain actions and steps to make things happen but if you align that and you do that enough then subconsciously you're going to do things that are like muscle memory that just you're going to do because you you got to do it and you don't even become aware of that but you're starting to drop seeds of greatness along the way you start connecting along the way you start impacting along the way you start influencing along the way and then eventually man that starts coming back as man win after win after win after win success becomes a habit winning becomes a habit and the more you succeed the more you are expected to succeed in the future mm -hmm. so always think about that be grateful for what you have and also be grateful for what's coming your way. I'm grateful for the stuff that I don't even have yet. Mm. Dude, I'm grateful for that billion dollars that is waiting for me five years from now in multifamily real estate. Wow. Love it, man. That That's awesome. Uh, it's so crazy. I couldn't help but think, like you, you mentioned, staying away from negative Nancys and negative uh, Jose's. I don't know. I'm just making something <laughs> up. <laughs> um, Mike, but Kevin's. There you go, Kevin's, <laughs> Brian's. I don't know. Um, I, I learned that from my kids, man. I, I usually learn those things from my kids. <laughs> <laughs> the simple things, right? It's, it's yeah. so awesome. Uh, and, and it's so funny because one thing I've been practicing for a couple years now that that I made it like one of my goals was whenever somebody messages me this long text about BS, BS, negativity, negativity, I just answer with okay. And, and it's so crazy how much better you feel. And, and it, it's important for that because you mentioned rewiring yourself, right? So uh, at the end, you need to take care of yourself first so you can pour onto the, the people around you. So I love that, Carlos. Um, and uh, one of the questions that goes along with that, uh, what is happiness to you, man? What, what's happiness? 
We'll be right back. Before we continue, go subscribe to Billy the Kid YouTube. That is Billy D H A K I D. Also, go follow Billy the Kid Music on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Music, and everywhere else. Music is available. And now, back to this great episode. Let's go. I'm hopping out the two though. We're number two foe. Feel like Kobe though. I'm winning. Need to do more. My mama sorry. College wasn't for me. Street smart, no degree, just like Kobe. Yeah. Self-made boss with a suit like a mogul. I'm the new era. You see it on my logo. Man, I think happiness is a choice, man. You you have to choose to be happy. And again, it's an inside job. Nobody is responsible to make you happy. You are responsible to make yourself happy and to figure out yourself and to be aware enough of what is it that you want, what's your purpose, what's your desire, what's your why, that you can align to those things and start working towards achieving those things. Because when you are improving, growing, bettering, happiness happens as a default. Mm. And you choose to be happy. You've, you, you've seen those shirts, right? Choose to be happy. It's so true, man. I choose today if I look outside and said, you know what, man, it's 20 degrees and uh, it's snow on the ground and and that could either make me happy or that could make me, oh man, I don't want to go outside. It's cold, right? But perspective brings it into play. Today's 20 degrees. Last week it was minus 10. So shoot, man, it's warm today, right? Love it. <laughs> nice. It's sunny outside. It was cloudy last week. So those things, right? That focus, that choice of being happy, and that perspective allow you to really be happy no matter what. Now, are you going to have a few moments where you're like, shoot, man, I don't, I don't feel like it? Yeah, but, but the quicker you learn how to kick yourself in the butt and getting out of those, man, I'm telling you, there is such thing as you being that positive, happy person, joyful person, excited person that when people talk to you and meet you and encounter you, you're like, you know what? He's got it going on, man. I want to do some business with him. Mm. I want to, I, I want to partner. I want to, I want to, I want to see what's all this excitement about this passion about let's go. Cause people want to hang out with people that are positive. Mm -hmm. So that's and it. They see the light, man. You can't, you can't hide that light too. So that that's, right. uh, I love that man. And uh I, I wanna ask you uh in a in a brief uh as fast as you can, this is the fastest class you're ever gonna have, Carlos. Uh can you <laughs> explain to the people listening uh syndication and how to form one and and uh what does it take to uh to do all the massive stuff that you're doing? Sure, man. So number one, find a great deal. Do not compromise the deal. The deal is the most important thing. Make sure it's a good deal in a great location and that the numbers make sense without trying to you fitting anything, projecting in the future, magic, nothing. The numbers have to make sense right now. Does the deal make sense right now with the current money that is making? Once you have that deal and you're able to explain it to people, then you can start forming a syndication, which is basically presenting that deal to investors and saying, hey, Billy, I have this beautiful deal in Lakeland, Tennessee, 138 units. 
eight commercial units, gorgeous property, brand new, 94% occupied. And you know what, Billy? There's a Ford electric vehicle plant that is being built 25 minutes away from our property that is going to bring 30,000 jobs to the area and is going to explode the whole town with opportunity jobs, employment. So we know that this area has economic development for the la for the next 30 years. Oh, and Billy, by the way, the state of Tennessee is investing $900 million in this project and is the biggest investment of the state in history. So you see what I did there? I pitched mm -hmm. Billy the deal. <laughs> Mm. He wants to write me a check right now to go into this deal with me because he knows that his money is going to be not only safe, but it's going to grow. It's going to give great returns. And we're going to be able to make a lot of money with this investment. I just syndicated the deal to you, Billy. Right. Mm -hmm. So now you're like interested. Maybe you'll commit. We'll become partners because that's what a syndication is, is a partnership. I'm the general partner where I manage the deal. I, I, I put my energy, my sweat, my equity, my money. And then I bring in limited partners like Billy that just want to write a check and maybe check in with me a month, in a month, in two months, in three months, or come see the property and, and have pride of ownership and say, dude, I own a piece of this. It's exciting, but they don't have any management responsibility, no liability, and your money is multiplying, getting amazing tax benefits all the while, and just growing over time. Mm. That's a syndication, Boom. brother. Was that fast Man. enough? That that was probably the fastest uh, billion dollar class. <laughs> I love it, man. Um, and so with syndication, um, uh, can you also explain how important it is to, to basically get yourself out there, right? Because people also... Just like you said, like uh, with me, it's like I trust you, Carlos, based on what I've seen that you do on social media. And, and yeah. it is a thing. So if you could explain a little bit about that. Yeah, look, you got to get known. At the end of the day, people are going to invest in the project, but they're going to invest in the operator and whoever's running the project. So you got to let people know what's your expertise, what's your experience, what's your, your track record. If you don't have any Start getting some. Start partnering with other people that have a track record. Start aligning yourself with some people that do have a track record. And that way you get that third-party validation that you need. Because a lot of folks are like, shoot, man, I've, I haven't done anything in my life. I guarantee you, you've done something in your life, right? You've, you've won at least once. Start talking about that once time. And then build up on that. Start winning more so that you can build up on that. Eventually... You'll have so many things that you'll probably forget. Like I forget how many businesses I've started, right? But then you'll remember the great ones. So being out there, putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation, like you say, Billy, of posting on social media, doing some videos, learning some, some stuff and putting it out and reteaching the stuff. That's why it's called retweeting, right? We call it reteaching, right? I learned it here. I'm going to reteach it. Maybe put my, my personality, my spin on it, guys. Some people will never pay attention to another speaker, but will pay attention to you because they relate to you. Maybe you guys are from the same ethnicity. Maybe you guys have the same background. Maybe you guys talk a little similar. Maybe they had a struggle like yours. They're going to relate to you. 
and they want to invest with you because they feel, you know what, he's like me or she's like me. I want to go on and, and, and contribute and help and support and partner with that person. So being public, guys, I don't think in this day and age is optional. You just got to do it if you want to grow big. Mm-hmm. Whatever business I love that. you have, by the way. I love that. And it's, uh, it reminds me as, as since you're a 10 X or man, uh, what GC always says, right. Best known beats best. And I I've related to that, you know, since I heard it because it, it's so true. It's like with my music, I'm, I'm not the best musician, but I, I'll be on your face. I'm not the best investor, but I'll be on your face. I'm not the That's best it. contractor, but I'll be on your face, the best podcaster, but I'm here. So I think you have to really put yourself in those situations like that, where, what's the best way that I can be known, right? So that way you can yeah. be heard. And from there, sky's the limit. So I love it, Carlos. I, and I, as much as I hate to like wrap it up, man, I know you got things, that big, big uh, multis to go buy. Um, That's right. That's right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and end the show here with uh, the last few questions that I ask every guest. Uh, and it's for wisdom. The first question is, I wrote The Power of Being Uncomfortable. And there's so many in your story, but the one that comes to your head when I ask you this question, uh, what is one way that you got uncomfortable that you practiced the power of being uncomfortable and it paid off? Showing up in the gym every day, man. Showing up in the gym with a coach. Mm. That, I didn't have a, that I didn't have a choice, but to do whatever the workout the coach was prescribing. Wow. Like not just showing up to text on your phone while you are in front of the barbell rack. Showing up for an hour at a time where the coach already has your workout on the on the on the board and you have no way out but mm. to finish the darn thing. Wow, That's massive every day. Yeah, talk about getting uncomfortable. I love that, man. Uh and then the next question is if you were to look back at your younger self and you were to give some piece of advice. Now, looking back, what would be that piece of advice you would tell yourself? Start finding partners sooner, man. I I kind of picked up on, I don't know if I, you remember, but my dad had one one partnership that I, that I thought was bad and I never saw him have partners for the rest of his life. So I kind of thought that, you know, building it solo was the way to go and bootstrapping it was the way to go. But had I learned how to partner with the right people sooner, I would be so much further today because the power of having a great partner is not 2x, man. It's like 5x, 10x, 20x sometimes because you can use complementary skill sets, complementary knowledge. You could be great at one thing. Your partner could be great at another thing. And man, you can multiply time, compound results a lot faster. Wow. So I would tell my younger self, learn about partnerships and partner with good people. Fire, man. And uh, the next question that I have, so again, the million dollar hustle for uh, the people that are listening that maybe are inspiring to get to that mark or, uh, it, and also it's a book that I'm going to release here soon, a million dollar hustle. What is to you three steps through, or we'll call them habits, three habits that uh, every millionaire need to practice. And if you do these three things, you're not going to fail. You're going to be successful in life. What are the three steps to success? Self-development, continue to work on yourself. Number two, take massive action on the stuff that you learn. Don't just consume and sit on it. You need to take massive action. And then three, become a good communicator. Become a good salesperson. 
become a good marketer, right? They're all connected and interrelated to each other. Those are the three things. You do those three wow. things, day in, day out, become unstoppable. Sky's the limit. I love it. And uh, the last question that I have for you is, if you were to write a book, what would be the theme and title of the book? So I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to push a book out uh, soon. Love it. It's called Working for Free Made Me a Millionaire. Mm. And it's the, it's, this, it's the story of the many times in my life that I have started working for free without expecting any pay, any pay, any compensation, just to take advantage of the opportunity. And eventually, that period of me working for free made me a hundred times more on the back end had I started working for X amount of dollars an hour or X amount of money a year or anything like that. Wow. That is powerful, man. And and I think it goes back to what we spoke about earlier, the patience thing where people are so caught up with that, where it's like, oh, I, let me, can you pay me per hour? Can you? And it's like, what if you just literally did it for a year where you just showed up every time? I mean, it, it's life changing. I, I love yeah. that. And uh, can you let everybody listening know where they can find you? Yeah, so they can find me on my website. I am carlos10x.com. Every social media, uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, that's my handle pretty much everywhere. And of course, with my name, Carlos Alguero. Boom. Love it, man. Well, Carlos, I want to thank you for your time. And this has been amazing, uh, life-changing. And those of you who are listening, literally, this is uh, an episode that you literally can make a billion dollars. Like, talk about becoming a billionaire. Billion-dollar hustle. That's the new name. <laughs> Let's go, I man. love it, man. Let's uh, go, man. Everybody out there listening, make sure you guys subscribe to Billy the Kid, the YouTube channel, if you're listening there. It's on Spotify, Apple. Leave us a review. Tag Carlos with a screenshot. Tag me of you listening to this episode, and we're going to reshare it so that way we could get our names out there with all of us. So, with that being said, I'll see you in the next one. Vamos. Let's go. Some don't like that. They hate that they see you smile. As if I haven't been hustling, it's been a while. Gotta put in the work if you want to shine. I want it all, and I'm coming for what's mine. Some call me greedy. Bitch, I call it ambition. Some call me selfish. What? Bitch, I call it motivation Different levels of thinking and we both right? But, but, but my mindset is on growth with the future bright Close minded people mad at me that I'm speaking facts Or maybe could it be that I'm getting racks Open your mind, gotta open it to receive I'm always ten toes for what I believe Close minded people mad at me that I'm